0: Welcome to today's program, my name is Rick Renner and I'm so glad you've let me come right into your space and today I have my toolbox again. You say, Rick Renner, what in the world are you doing with a toolbox? Well, I want to make a point. In this toolbox, there are different instruments and all of them are very unique and very different from each other. You know, when I was growing up, my dad loved his garage because his garage was filled with saws and tools and hammers and screwdrivers. Oh, he loved all his instruments. He had a hammer, just like a hammer that I have here in my hand. Actually, this is kind of an old hammer. This is a very Soviet hammer, but it's a hammer. Then there's a pair of pliers. And of course, pliers are very different from a hammer. Pliers are used for pulling or bending, does all kinds of wonderful things. Hammers are used for pounding. Then there's our wrench. Wrenches are for putting things in their proper place. And then of course, every home needs to have a screwdriver and there's different kinds of screwdrivers. Sometimes you have a Phillips head. Sometimes you have a different kind of a screw. You have to have different screwdrivers to deal with different screws, but a screwdriver, and a wrench, and pliers, and a hammer. All of these are very essential in anybody's toolbox, but none of these are to be used in the same way. Each of these instruments serve a different purpose. And what we're learning this week is that God has given us different kinds of prayer. One size does not fit all. When I was growing up, I didn't know there were different kinds of of prayer. But that is what the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, when he says, praying with all prayer. The Greek really means praying with all manner of prayer, all sorts of prayer, praying with all the different kinds of prayer that have been made available for you to use, which means there's different kinds of prayer. There is the prayer of consecration. Hmm. There's the prayer of petition. Those two prayers are not the same kinds of prayers. There's the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of agreement. And if you need somebody to agree with you in prayer for anything you're dealing with in life, call us, we'll pray with you right now or just send us your email. But then there's also the prayer of supplication and the prayer of intercession. All of these different kinds of prayer are in your prayer box. And you need to know how to use each one of them in the appropriate time and in the correct way. If you use the wrong instrument of prayer at the wrong time, you may not get the result that you're seeking. So God wants us to know what kinds of prayer are available, how to use them, when it is appropriate to use them. And that is what I'm gonna talk to you about today.
1: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust. A message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Today, I'm gonna talk to you about the prayer of
0: consecration from the Greek word prosyukomai, which is the most common word for prayer used in the New Testament. In fact, it is used 127 times in the New Testament. My friend, if God says anything to us 127 times, then we need to perk up our ears and hear what he's saying. He's obviously really trying to convey a point to us. But hey, I'm speaking to you from my brand new series called Different Kinds of Prayer. Please Order this, I know you want to grow in your ability to communicate with God and to exercise authority in the spirit realm. And that's why I want you to have this series called Different Kinds of Prayer. It's five parts. And it comes in multiple formats, and it comes with a marvelous study guide. The two of these together are so powerful. And we're also offering you right now a book by my friend, Jermaine Copeland, called Prayers That Avail Much. I have used this book for years and years, especially in moments When I've not known what to say when I was praying. This book is filled with anointed prayers that help you know how to pray. The subtitle says, scriptural prayers for your daily breakthrough. And I like what the back of the book says. Do you long to pray powerful prayers that impact heaven and shake the earth? Do you want to partner with God to deliver victories in challenging circumstances? Do you want to see God move powerfully in the lives of your loved ones? That's what this book will help you see come to pass in your life and in the lives of those that are all around you. This book is simply amazing, and that is why it's called a Christian classic. And if you don't have a copy of Prayers That Avail Much, you can order yours right now by calling us or by going online right now. Please get yours today. And I want to say thank you to those of you that are partners with our ministry. When we call people partners, we use that word very intentionally because when someone financially, regularly gives to our ministry, they are enabling us like partners to take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. That's our task. But we can only do it if we have partners who help to put financial fuel in the tank so we can take this program all over the world where people are famished and are crying out for somebody to bring them teaching they can trust. And when you become a partner right from the privacy of your home without ever getting out of your chair by going online or giving us a call you can become a partner and change someone else's life. It has never been easier to change somebody else's life. And the moment you become a partner with our ministry, we're going to send you Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. It may look small, but this book is dynamite. And we're also going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the Midst of difficult situations. This book is dedicated to our partners. So we always send it to everybody who becomes a part of our partner family. And again, if you need prayer, please remember, we want to hear from you. You can send us an email or give us a call. The moment we hear from you, we're going to put our faith out there with you for God to answer your prayer. And prayer is what I'm going to talk to you about today. And particularly the prayer of Consecration. So reach for your Bible. We always use the Bible in this program. And today we're going to go back to Ephesians six eighteen, which is the anchor verse for this series. And in Ephesians 6, verse 18, the Apostle Paul says, praying always with all prayer. This verse is jam-packed. And it's one of those verses that most people just skim right over and don't realize they're passing over treasures. But this verse is packed. He says, praying always with all prayer. Those three words, with all prayer, are very, very impacting. In Greek, it is the pros eukes, which means with all kinds of prayer, which means God has given to the church various kinds of prayer. And this phrase in Ephesians 6, verse 18, could actually be translated, pray with all manner of prayer. It means there's all manner of prayer. One man has translated this, pray with all sorts of prayer, which means there's many sorts of prayer. Another has translated this, pray with all kinds of prayer. And another has translated it, pray with all the kinds of prayer that are available for you to use, which means God has made many tools of prayer Available for you, and you need to know what are all the prayer tools. But wait, there's something else in this verse. It says, "Praying always." The word "always" in Greek is a phrase of three words: "in panty kairos." The word "in" means "at." The word "panty" is all-encompassing; it describes the most minute, minuscule detail. It is all-inclusive. The word "kairos" from the Greek word "kairos." which really is a word for seasons or times. But when you take these three words and put them together in Greek, it is in panty here. It is translated as a single word always, but it really means pray at each and every occasion. Or you could translate it like this. Pray at every opportunity. Pray every time you get a chance. Pray at every season. Pray at each and every possible moment. And it carries this idea Anytime you get a chance, no matter where you are or what you're doing, at every opportunity, every season, and every possible moment, seize that time to pray. And this agrees, as I told you in the last program with 1 Thessalonians 5.17, where Paul says, pray without ceasing. Well, I used to read that and think, how do you do that? How do you pray without ceasing? When I was a student, it really was very perplexing to me because I needed to go to school. Later on, when I began to work at the church, I had to go to church, I had to work. People got to take care of the kids. They've got to make breakfast. They've got to make dinner. Everybody has something to do. So how do you pray without ceasing? And in fact, without ceasing in Greek means without interruption without an interval, without taking a break, continuously, uninterruptedly, always, or persistently. But it's really describing an attitude of prayer everywhere you go and everything you do. It doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. Stay in an attitude of prayer consistently, uninterruptedly. And I told you in yesterday's program, I pray when I go to bed at night. In fact, I fall asleep praying. When I wake up in the morning, I reach over and I take Denise by the hand. The two of us pray together before we get out of the bed. In fact, I have a commitment that my feet will not touch the floor until I have first looked up and spent some time talking to the Lord. We're told in Psalm chapter 5, verse 2, in the morning, Lord, I will look up. And before I ever lift my head from the pillow, I'm looking up. I'm going to Start my day in an attitude of prayer. When I walk into the kitchen and push the button on the coffee machine, I'm praying on the way. When I let the dog out, I'm praying on the way to the front door. When I sit down to read my Bible, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to open the scriptures to me and show me wonderful things from the Word as were promised in Psalm 119. If I need to get in the car, I'm speaking Psalm 91 over me and over those driving all around me. I'm staying in an attitude of prayer. This verse does not mean you have to stay on your knees 24 hours a day. But it's really commanding us to never leave an attitude of prayer. But we see in Ephesians 6, verse 18, there are different kinds of prayer. That's what it says, praying always with all prayer. With all prayer, again in Greek is diapases prosyukes. It means all kinds of prayer. And in the New Testament, we find there really are different kinds of prayer words that are used. And I've categorized them like this. First, there is the prayer of consecration. That's what we're going to be looking at today. Secondly, there is the prayer of petition. We're going to be dealing with that tomorrow. Then there's the prayer of authority. There's the prayer of thanksgiving, which is so very important. There's the prayer of agreement. You need to know what that means. There's the prayer of supplication. And there is the prayer of intercession. And the word in Greek for intercession is so rare, it is only found one time. In Romans 8, verse 26, it describes a supernatural level of prayer. But all of these are tools of prayer that are in our spiritual prayer toolbox. And you need to know how to use every one of them. But today, we're going to look at the most common word for prayer in the whole New Testament. And I call this the prayer of consecration. And you're going to be amazed when you hear what this word means, and it is used 127 times in the New Testament. Now, if I said something to you 127 times, I think you would understand I was really trying to make a point. Well, by using this word 127 times, the Holy Spirit is telling us this is a very important kind of prayer and he wants us to enter into it. Well, what is it? It is the Greek word pros yukomai. Wow. In fact, it is this very word that is used in Ephesians 6, verse 18, and it's used twice. When Paul writes and says, praying always with all prayer, the word praying and the word prayer in both instances are this Greek word pros yukomai, but it's used 127 times all over the New Testament. What does it mean? Well, it is a compound of two words, the word pros. And the word yukomai. the word pros means towards. It implies intimacy or closeness. Wow, that is so very important. And the word yukomai, which is a derivative of the word uke, which I'll get to in just a moment, but it refers to a request. But when you compound the two words together, pros and yukomai, it forms the Greek word prosukomai, which means to come near or come into a place of intimacy, to come up close in order to make a request. But let's begin with the first part of the word, the Greek word pros, because this is the foundation to this word. This word pros carries the idea of intimacy or being face-to-face or eyeball-to-eyeball with someone else. It is this very word that is used in John 1, verse 1, when the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. If you read that in the Greek text, the word with is the Greek word pros, which means you could translate it, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was face to face with God. It paints the picture of intimacy between God the Father and Jesus. They were so near to each other, they were face to face. They could nearly feel their breath breathing upon each other's face. This word pros carries the idea of intimacy or up-close contact. This word pros is also used in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 to describe intimate contact with evil spirits that will be marshaled against all of us at some point in our life, which is why we need to know how to do spiritual warfare. You need to get my book called Dressed to Kill. It will help you. But in Ephesians 6, verse 12, the Apostle Paul writes, for our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, now listen, but against principalities. That word against is this word, prost, face-to-face with principalities, against powers, That word against, again, is the Greek word pros, face-to-face with powers. Against rulers of the darkness of this world. That word against, again, is the Greek word pros, face-to-face with the rulers of the darkness of this world. And again, spiritual wickedness in high places. That word against, again, the Greek word pros, which means we're going to come face-to-face with evil powers. The Apostle Paul uses this word pros, to describe a face-to-face conflict we will have with powers that are marshaled against us, and that's why he tells us to take the whole armor of God. But this word pros describes something up close, something intimate, eyeball-to-eyeball, face-to-face, and that is the foundation of this word, prosyukomai, which means God is calling us into a place of intimacy to be eyeball to eyeball with Him, face to face. Wow, this is so powerful. But the second part of the word, prosyukomai, listen, 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 it is from the Greek word UK. The word UK is the Greek word for a promise, a pledge, or a. Are you ready? a vow, a vow. Wow. That's important. This word UK was used to depict a person who made some kind of a vow to God in exchange for God doing something in his life. He came to the altar to make a sacrifice, but instead of offering a sacrifice, he brought a pledge. He brought a promise He brought a vow, God, I'm going to give you my life in exchange. I want you to give me your power. I want you to give me your presence. I want you to give me your promise. I'll give you my life. I want you to give me your power and your presence. And we see this word, prosukomai, demonstrated in the life of Hannah who was the mother of the prophet Samuel. And year after year, Hannah cried out to God, God, please give me a child. She was unable to become pregnant. And finally, she came to a place of desperation where she came to the altar of God and pros yuko my pros. She drew as near to God as she could. And when she was there, UK, she made a pledge. She made a promise. She made a vow. And we read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore, verse 11. And she vowed a vow. There you have it. She drew near. And while she is at the altar of God, she's going to make a vow. She vowed a vow and said, "O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thy handmaid, but give unto thy handmaid a man, child, and here's the exchange, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of His life, and there shall no razor come up on His head or she committed to give him to the work of the ministry. And God's response is found, in the following verses, verse 19 and 20. And they, that is Hannah and her husband Elkanah, they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house in Ramah and Elkanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son. Hannah, out of great desperation of the soul said, God, I'm willing to make an exchange. I want to come to the altar. I'll give you who I am. I'll give you everything I am. But in exchange, I want you to give me everything that you have. She came to a place of a divine exchange. This word, UK, the second part of the word, translated prayer 127 times in the New Testament, describes a pledge, a promise, or a vow. Now, Paul's readers, most of them were Greek, so when they saw the word prosyukomai, they understood what this word meant, and they understood that prayer was something pros that is to bring us face-to-face and eyeball-to-eyeball with God. They understood from the usage of the word prosyukomai, Prayer is to bring us to an altar where we are to make a divine exchange. It is a place of surrender. It is a place of consecration. That is what prayer is supposed to be, a place where we give God what we are, our defects, our problems, (laughs) our best, our worst, and God in exchange gives us his power, his presence, his best. What a deal That's what prayer is. It's when we come to the altar to consecrate ourselves and God in exchange gives us everything that he has. That is the word prosyukomai, the most common word used for prayer in the New Testament. What does that mean? It means God's calling us to the altar. God is telling us 127 times, come to the altar. Give me what you are. Give me what you have. And in exchange, I'll give you my best. I'll give you everything I have. That God is calling us to a place of decision, a place of consecration, an altar where a divine exchange takes place, a place of surrender, a place of consecration, a place of a divine exchange. And in fact, this word prosucomite really carries this idea. Listen to this. Come face to face with God and surrender your life in exchange for his. Consecrating your life on an ongoing basis and be sure to also give him thanks in advance for moving in your life. That's important because when people came to an altar in this way, they always gave a thanksgiving offering in advance for God's response. Never forget that to give God thanks in advance. Don't stop short of saying, God, I'm thanking you for hearing me and answering me. That this word prayer, the most common word for prayer in the New Testament, the Greek word prosukomai, emphatically tells us 127 times pros. God is calling us to be face to face with him. And number two, he's calling us to an altar where we consecrate ourselves, surrender ourselves, and make a divine exchange. If we'll give him what we are and surrender ourselves to his lordship, he'll give us everything he is. And God wants us to have that. So he speaks it to us 127 times throughout the New Testament. That is the Greek word prosukomai, which I call the prayer of consecration but we're just getting started when we come back tomorrow we're going to see the prayer of petition buckle your seatbelt because it's going to be powerful but i'm out of time i'll be back in just a moment and
1: i'm going to pray for you when you work around your house it's important for you to know which tools to use to get a job done using the wrong tools will guarantee frustration and failure every time in the same way there are many different tools of prayer for you to use to get results when you pray It's important for you to know there are different kinds of prayer available and which ones you need to use at different times. Like tools in a toolbox, one prayer does not fit all. That's why God has provided different kinds of prayers for every situation. In this series, Different Kinds of Prayer, Rick Renner will teach you about the different types of prayer that are available for you to use when you pray, like the prayer of consecration, the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. You'll be so glad you took time to dig deep into this powerful five-part series with Rick Renner, available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition, we are also offering you the classic book on prayer called Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland. Rick Renner says, this comprehensive study on prayer will teach you how to pray to get results. This book should be considered essential reading for every serious Christian. So please order yours today. This beautifully bound book can be yours for just $26. Don't miss this special offer, the series, Different Kinds of Prayer, and the book, Prayers That Avail Much. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friends, this is Rick Renner and
0: today I wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to victoriously finish phase one of our ministry expansion project, which was purchasing our Tulsa headquarters building and building the building for our new studio in Moscow. That studio is an anchor for the word of God. And together we did it, we finished phase one. And then you faithfully stayed with us through phase two and you gave again to help us finish the interior of the studio. And I wanna say thank you so much. But now in front of us is phase three. You say, well, what is phase three? Phase three is paying off the Tulsa building. And I'm asking you today to pray about joining us as part of the giving team for phase three, which is paying off the Tulsa facility. And the reason we want to pay it off is because then it will release funds for us to take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. And dear friends, right now, the Bible is so needed. And I know that that's my heart and that is your heart. And together, we can take the Bible to the ends of the earth. So please, pray about joining us for phase three to finish paying off the Tulsa building. And I want to say thank you in advance. Today I've been talking to you about the prayer of consecration. Coming to the altar of God where you give what you are to God and God giving you who He is in exchange. What a deal. Can you imagine a better bargain than that? Giving God your problems, giving God your frustrations, giving God your best, giving God your worst, just giving Him everything you are at that altar. And God saying, now in exchange, I'm going to give you everything I have. And my friends, He gives us power, He gives us His promise, He gives us His presence. And if you need to come to that altar today and recommit yourself to the Lord in a brand new way, and you want somebody to pray with you to do that, give us a call or send us your email. We will pray with you for you to recommit yourself and reconsecrate yourself to the Lord. And remember to order my new series called Different Kinds of Prayer. It comes with a study guide. And remember to also order the wonderful book called Prayers That Avail Much, Scriptural Prayers for Your Day breakthrough. But let me pray for you right now. Father, I know that you're calling me. You're calling my friend. You're calling your church to the altar. You're calling us to reconsecrate ourselves, to surrender ourselves. Forgive us, Lord, for not doing this more regularly. But today, Lord, we recommit ourselves to you. We give you everything we are in exchange for you giving us everything that you are. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen. It's been good, but we're going to be back tomorrow to continue. Until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8:4, where the word of a king is, there is power.